Hey guys, thanks for joining the Hippocrats podcast. I am here with Kate on TikTok, also known as Republican Girl Cat. How are you doing, Kate? I'm not too bad. How are you? Not too bad. So you are the first person that I have on here that is actually from Canada. And uh, oh, I'm very good. excited. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk to you because there's so many things that we try to compare to you guys and uh, to have somebody yeah, actually lot, from there. really a lot happening in Canada right now. <laughs> Well, this is perfect then, because that's exactly what I need. I need I need some perspective, and uh, you are unfortunately the one who gets to give it. So <laughs> definitely, uh, yeah. So, I mean, what do you? Yeah, what do you want to know? Well, I know a lot of your content. You basically say, "I, I wish I was in the states." Like, you, what is it about Canada that you are not a big fan of? Um. So I just um ever since oh, so I'm 24 um and probably since Trump came into office I realized wow the government actually doesn't care about us and trump kind of woke me up like i was still young right but trump really just like hit me over the head with a hammer and i was like whoa and then i realized like we don't have self-defense laws in canada like if someone broke into my house right now keep in mind a judge would probably be lenient towards the circumstance but if somebody tried to like hurt me or my children and i tried to defend them i would still get charged like that's Wow. And it takes, we don't have the same kind of guns in the state. Like our guns are very limited and it takes like over a year process to get cleared for your gun license. Really? And I'm guessing it's only for hunting. Um, most, some people say that um, you can get just a carry, but like I've, I've never met and I've only seen people on TikTok say that as far as I knew it was just hunting, but okay. some people claim to, are able to carry so i don't i don't know if they're it's whatever <laughs> I, I know that a lot of a lot of the people that actually follow me are not from the united states and they have a total different perspective when it comes to guns you know they, they kind of view our american gun culture as wild west like savage you know what what is your perspective as a canadian on, on the way we are with our gun culture here in america um so i know that there are a lot of um Unfortunately, there's a lot of shootings, and I've noticed recently lately there's a lot of shootings in every single state, which I think is odd given circumstances. <laughs> but anyways, I think gun laws, um, yeah, I think a person should be medically, like their mental health should be checked. Otherwise, I think they're good to go. I mean, uh, just last week there was a teacher what in Utah that saved a little girl, and then a couple weeks prior, I can't remember what state it was in, um, there was a man who was shooting down and unfortunately an elderly lady did pass away, but he saved God knows how many lives because mm -hmm. he was carrying. So it's guns don't kill people. People kill people. If somebody really, really wants to go and do a massacre, like they'll find something. Yes. They'll find something. It doesn't like they're, the gun is not what's stopping them. Yes. And we've had, we've had so We've had so many guns throughout our history before we've ever had any kind of legislation to where you had to register them that they're they're all over. You're not going to be able to get all of them. Um, there's there's nothing that is really recorded. Um, so what happens is when somebody buys a brand new gun from a licensed dealer, the the gun goes into that person's name. But after that, that's it. He could he could sign his gun to somebody else, and they could sign theirs to somebody else, and the police would literally have to go to the original owner that the the licensed dealer sold to. And they'd have to downtrack it from there to find out who has the gun now. So and, uh, from my understanding, is that not how a lot of the shootings happen as they were kind of illegally owned guns or kind of sold like secretly? Yeah, well, you, you can sell them legally like that. There's there's no laws against that. Oh, you, so it's kind yeah. of like... It's kind of like selling a car almost, like the ownership just keeps getting passed down. Yeah, see, what's illegal is when there's no serial number on the gun. There's a lot of guns that are, are you can actually, um, we have kits here in America where you can make a gun that's like 90% of the way, and then you finish it yourself. That's insane. And yeah, that's so yeah. Cool. You, can, you can buy. <laughs> so yeah, there's tons of kits that you can buy and just make your own gun. And then there's, you know, um, you can get away with a lot that way. Uh, so there's just a lot of illegal because that's that's the only way to legally sell the kit um, because I don't know if there's serial numbers on them or not because you typically don't register them after you build them because they're not yeah. complete guns. So, so you know, maybe you, you... something like that. I mean, I don't know a lot about it, um, but just from what you're telling me, as cool as it sounds, maybe not 
a good idea. I think there should be more restrictions on something like that. Yeah, like that's I, probably where a lot of a lot of the, sh- the shootings happen, right? Is these somebody told me a while ago on a live? They said they can make a gun with um, a three D printer. Yep, and then they're undetectable for like, the most part. Aside I was from like, the ammo and stuff. You, well, yeah, I was just like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> How? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah no. Um, the, the technology is going to get there eventually, and people are going to make these on their own. I mean. It's not going to stop. You're not going to be able to stop it. It's No, well, it's always going to be. But I think, like, I mean, I just, it all has to do, I mean, the, 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 all the shootings that are happening now, and I know there's always been shootings, and, well, there's shootings everywhere. It happens all the time. There's been a bunch of shootings in Canada the last couple weeks. Um, but I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't hear as nearly many shootings when Trump was in office. Yeah, that's the the problem is it's about how much we hear about shootings compared to how many there actually are. The media will make anything sound way bigger than it really is. Yeah. Um, And that's that's kind of I mean, there's around like 11 or 12,000 deaths a year by gun, not including suicide. Um, And with how many guns we have here, that's actually a pretty small number. But if it wasn't for guns, it would be something else. You know, when somebody has yeah, the well, intent to hurt somebody, yeah. you're going to yeah. do it one way or another, you're whether it's it. your kitchen yeah. knife or, yeah. You know, these aren't accidents. These aren't just, oops, I accidentally, you know, some of them are obviously like hunting accidents. So on, but I mean, these aren't just, yeah. oh, you know, I, I have a gun in my hands and I accidentally shot somebody. No, uh, there's somebody I want to hurt and the gun was the best way to do it. Yeah, I so, just, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I don't think getting rid of guns will help. I mean, because you look at it, Okay, so for a school shooting, for an example, right? Okay, so everybody can hide under their desk and wait for the good guys with guns to show up, um, which can take minutes to a half hour, sometimes an hour, depending on where the school is and and the police and how long it takes to to contact them and everything, right? A lot of people can die in that duration. But if the teachers are allowed to carry in school, I can guarantee you the shooter will be shot down far before the police can get there and anyone get hurt. Yeah. And you know, that's why they say most of these, these shootings happen in gun free zones because who's going to want to go into a place that has a lot of guns. Yeah. Well, yeah, cause they, <laughs> it so, it's so easy to know where your, your target is, right? A school because mm-hmm. teachers can't carry and obviously teenagers aren't carrying. So Exactly. Yeah, what better place? And that's it's the worst, obviously, because it's just children, God forbid. But I mean, if they just would make it so teachers could gar- carry guns, and I'm sure most of America has their gun license already. Just <laughs> <laughs> so really saying, you can take your gun into the school. <laughs> There's, there's a lot of people who have this perception of guns as they're evil things and that anybody who has one is just like an evil person. And they have this idea that if a teacher has a gun, that teacher could be evil and they could kill people. You know, it's, it's just a stereotype. Okay, that's the same mentality, though. It's like, yes, I'm sure that would happen at some point or another, but there's corrupt in every single job. Every mm-hmm. single one is corrupt doctors. There's corrupt police. It doesn't mean all doctors are bad. It doesn't mean all police officers are bad. Yeah, and I mean, if these if these teachers are actually going to shoot up a school, they're going to bring a gun regardless if they have one at home. Yeah, they, they, exactly. They don't have to have carry laws in order to do it. They'll do it regardless. You know. Also. Yeah, it's yeah, and I, and in Canada too, we can't. Um, and this is like, there's so much stuff that the world just like doesn't know, and I laugh my ass off because I'm like. People really don't understand. We're, it's illegal to own pepper spray here. Really? I did not. What about tasers? Yeah. No tasers. No way. No, we have no, no self, like we have no way to self-defense. Anytime I go anywhere, I carry, um, I have a little like pocket knife. Oh my God. But like, which would hardly do any damage. Like the thing's so fucking tiny. Yeah. Like I, I would, I don't know stab his leg but he'd be keep going like, he'd be, you know what I mean like it's just it doesn't do anything and then I would still get charged my brother and his sister-in-law they live in the city I'm lucky I live in like a very small like er- rural area and uh but they live out in the city here and the, the one night this crazy man who literally wasn't wearing any clothes came up and shoved my sister-in-law up against a wall 
and was trying to pull her pants down and my no brother way. threw him off of her and punched buddy in the face like obviously and my brother got charged he, he his um he didn't get convicted of it but he still had to go through the whole court process like what for because he had oh to take time off for work right and then like it's just it's like people even in people in canada don't realize because i think because they don't teach it in school and i think it should be mandatory that every child needs to take a basic law course in high school i took law in high school but I think it should be mandatory because there are so many Canadians that just they really think we're so much like America and we're not. We're a completely lost cause. <laughs> like send help. Well, there's there's stereotypes of you guys where you guys just leave your doors unlocked like no big deal. Nobody ever breaks in. No, you know, I'm, I'm no, sure I'm that's not. regional to the areas like where I live. I nobody ever locks yeah. their doors because nobody ever breaks in. You know, yeah, but... I always lock my door. I just, I grew up, <laughs> my mother has very, like, a lot of anxiety and stuff, so it became habit for me, but, um, so I live in Ontario, and I grew up in Nova Scotia, and a lot of people in Nova Scotia didn't lock their doors, um, and actually, last April, um, I think it was the biggest massacre in Canadian history, if I'm not wrong, um, a dentist he was actually a dentist he just went rampant throughout night and he shot and killed 21 people in less than 10 hours wow um and and what so because this is i back the blue completely um i the ontario provincial police is um you know like our our federal officers and then each town kind of has their their local like for instance uh 45 from 45 minutes from me is a town called Hanover. So they have Hanover police, which isn't the same as the provincial, but out East they have the RCMP and that's the stereotype, you know, with the cowboy hats on the horses and whatnot. They're the very, very, yeah, the Mounties. <laughs> They're very, very corrupt actually. Cause they don't take the same training nor go through the same screening process as a normal, um, like federal or provincial would need to take. So they, a lot of people died actually because the RCMP, the only notice anybody got was they posted on Twitter. Wow. Saying there's a, a guy on the loose, just killing people, just, you know, maybe lock your doors. And that was it. That was it. So then the next morning people got up and they were going to work. And one woman actually, um, she thought it was fine to go to work because they hadn't heard anything. And who, how many people use Twitter? Like, it's a very rural area, and a lot of them are older. Okay. Like, you can't just rely on Twitter. I don't even That's use Twitter. Like, I only got Twitter for a backup way. If my account gets banned, I can be like, hey, follow my new account. Kind of thing. <laughs> I barely use it. And so they, she went to work, and she was pregnant, and she had just got off the phone with her husband. Um, and then that he had decorated his car to look like an RCMP car. And he had a, an official RCMP uniform, which makes us all kind of think that there was an inside job or someone helping him. I don't know, but they spent, and it's still, it's been over a year and they've still been fighting to take it to court because there is stuff that the RCMP is not willing to release, but had a lot of these family had guns. They, and you know, when he broke in, they would have like, they wouldn't have died. Yeah. Like 21 people wouldn't have died, right? Somebody would have been able to save their family. Well, you better make sure that you carry that pocket knife on you at all times in case somebody was rampant with a gun. Throw it at him. Do something. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, I got a crossbow. I've been working on my aim. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. Um, so now obviously the next question that we hear from you guys is healthcare. What is your experience with your healthcare? Um, it's not free because our taxes are out the ass. Um, <laughs> what do you ask about the taxes? <laughs> Back, like I hate another Canadian so like, we have free healthcare. And I'm like, no, we don't look at your taxes. How <laughs> many taxes do you pay? It's not basic logic, but our healthcare is also complete garbage. I have been, my daughter's six now, and I actually have a GoFundMe going because it's going to be close to seven grand uh, to get her to a specialist in Toronto. 
since she was what? about three. Yeah, so, so she has like a lot of like mental problems. Like I'm pretty sure she's dyslexic. I've been homeschooling her for two years. I feel like she might be on the spectrum of autism. I know she okay. has ADHD. I've taken her to multiple pediatricians locally and in the city. And they, I like have videos of her, the way her behavior and stuff like that for the doctor to help them understand, right, kind of what's happening. In and out in five minutes. Here, here, take some Ritalin. Wow. And that's it. And I'm like, and you, and it's, and it's, you wait. Like it's, um, the first time I took her, I was on a wait list for six months. The second time, it was a year. What? And I, uh, I uh, called in the fall a different pediatrician. I had my family doctor send out um, a referral to a different pediatrician. I still haven't even heard back for a date to go in yet. Wow. Our, our system is trash unless it's an emergency like you need your appendix removed or you know your leg you broke your leg like it's it's useless it's garbage i hate it and we don't have nearly the amount of the medical equipment that they have in the states my grandparents actually pay for insurance out in america and they go straight to america for anything you know i my experience here um I, I've lived off the system. I've lived on the system when it comes to government healthcare and stuff. And government healthcare here for the poor is just, they, they, they will pay for anything. I mean, those hospitals are making so much money off of our government. And if you ever have an issue, you just go to a walk-in clinic. If the walk-in clinic is closed, you know, they'll tell you, come back tomorrow and people will throw a fit. I can't believe they're going to make me wait till tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. Are you yeah. I mean, it is. Oh, I'd have words for somebody like that. <laughs> if anybody had to wait six months, they would blow a gasket here. We are so privileged when it comes to that. You know, it um, is. It is. It is um, I've heard people complain about having to come. Max, my daughter's mom, my first daughter, mom. I mean, she, she's complained about having to take my daughter to the doctor. She's like, oh my God, like, they wouldn't take me today. They told me tomorrow. Like, I can't, they're going to make me wait. You know, she's like, yeah, the next time she says that, just say, look at Canada. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> thinks you guys have like the most amazing healthcare that any go in again, anything taken care of, it's complete. You know, that's the yeah, perception. I don't, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess maybe when I was younger and, you know, you don't really, but when you're younger, you don't really need a lot of medical care for the most part. And if you do, it's obviously an urgent situation like chemotherapy or something, right? So you're top yeah. of the line. But like having kids, it's it's impossible to get them into the doctor, like a pediatrician and a good one at that. The doctors in the States, most of them probably care because they're getting paid for what they do. They're not getting yeah. paid shit in Canada. So, and yeah, there are doctors who, you know, do care. Obviously, they spent how many years in school uh, to do this and they have a passion for saving lives. But I think they just hit a point where it's just like some of them honestly don't care. They, they went into school because they thought it was going to pay bank and then it doesn't. Or maybe they're just older and they're fed up. I don't know. But I'm completely fed up with the Canadian healthcare system. My daughter actually last year was right after COVID started. Um, she got really, really sick. Her foot was swelling up. Um, she had this very weird rash and it wasn't just one distinct rash. There was multiple different shapes of rashes all throughout her body. Her heart rate was slowing down and her tongue was swelling up. And this went on for almost a week and they could not give me a diagnosis she was literally on her deathbed at one point while they were giving her ivs and i was crying because tell me what's wrong with my child please and they just kept saying we don't know and i was telling them i was telling them because i had spent hours doing research on what i thought it was like different things to check i said you Mm -hmm. need to check her liver because um if there's something wrong with her liver typically you know um your limbs will um swell and the the things like this and then they were just like well we'll do that test if we because they're cheap right they're cheap they don't want to do it because they're not getting paid enough to run the machines and do the test so my daughter almost died because our healthcare is so lazy and cheap so that's healthcare for you like (laughs) Yeah, here, I mean, my 
um, I've, I've seen people getting picked up by helicopters, getting flown into hospitals, you know, getting taken care of right away. Um, that's, that's pretty common here. If it needs to happen, it happens, you know, but they make, they take, and that, that helicopter rides like $30,000 and that's why they do it. Cause they know they're going to get that money. Um, and they know that, you know, the big daddy government's going to pay for it. Yeah. Well, and I've had a lot of people say to me, if you don't like Canada and you don't like our healthcare, then go to America. And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I want to move to America. Don't think that's the <laughs> secret. But anyways, uh, let's just <laughs> for the healthcare. I'd rather pay out the ass, put myself in debt, and have my children looked after, get a proper diagnosis, and then whatever treatment after that, than years of wasting their time, right? Yeah. Doctor's time's my time, and still not getting to know what's wrong with my child. So this could be a thing down the road. Like, you don't, like, I will never know, you know, it's just, it was a whole thing. And my dad and I, because the borders were closed, they were completely closed at this point. Cause my dad and I, Niagara Falls is only about three, it's a little less than three hours for me. And we were talking okay. about going across the border and just paying to see a doctor. I think Niagara and, Falls is only like three hours from me as well. Something like that. Oh, we should hang out sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Niagara party. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we actually really thought about that's how that's how sad it was and how painful it was and how desperate we were because now we don't know what it is. We don't we never got a result as to what was going on with her. So it could reoccur in the future and maybe if it's something, you know, some things come back the same, sometimes they come back worse. Yeah. And you wanna you wanna so, have once you once you lose that trust in your your healthcare system, I mean that's that's it's it's over. Then it's you know yeah that that was the that was the tipping bird for me. I was just that's when I uh, yeah I was just done. And then I had and then with all her mental stuff going on, and she was in school for a little bit, and I had pulled her out because she was getting bullied really bad. Like she's got a heart of gold. She just never shuts up. She's like her mother. I'm <laughs> to tell you, <laughs> but. But she has like, and this is why I think she could be on the spectrum with autism. One of the things is she lacks social skills. Like she can't read the room. And yeah, she's a kid. Mm -hmm. Most kids, you know, can't read. The, but she really like she's kind of at a, a three-year-old level of mm -hmm. not reading the room. So I, I spent hours and hours and I found um, this amazing specialist out in Toronto but it's private. So it's thousands of dollars. Uh, yep. Which I'll pay for. And, uh, the GoFundMe is doing pretty good so far. So, Oh, I didn't know you had one. I will have to, uh, I'll have to make a little promotion of that when I, when I put this on oh, my TikTok. Thank you. I would really appreciate Absolutely. that. Just give me the details and I'll, I'll see what I can do. Awesome. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even have healthcare here. I don't have any kind of insurance. Um, so the way it works for me is I could pay, I think for me alone, it's like $150 a month um, through my work. And then it's like a $4,000 or $5,000 deductible. So I have to basically pay each month and then still reach that deductible before any money comes out of the insurance payer's hands. So I just say, screw it. I'm not going to pay anything. That way I'm paying $0, $0 a month. <laughs> and um, when the time comes that I actually go to the hospital and I get my bill, it's heavily discounted because I don't have insurance. So they'll actually discount it if you don't have insurance. So no matter what, oh, I'm going to be paying. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if I'm paying 150 a month or whatever, you're talking what $1,500 to $2,000 plus the extra $4,000 deductible I have to hit. I mean, I have to, I have to pay $6,000 before I get my care taken anyways. I might as well take a bill for three, $400 and uh, for a year and just be done with it. If anything happens, you know, cause no matter what yeah. I'm paying that $2,000 regardless, if I'm, if I'm sick or not, yeah, so, well, yeah, use it to your advantage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand for people who have heavy health problems that they need care. You know, um, I just I, I hate the way that our our half capitalistic, half socialistic um, healthcare system is run because that's the reason why it's so expensive here, and that's what everybody's complaint is: is it's so expensive. Well, it's like that's because they're getting blank checks essentially. You know, they can, yeah. they can charge whatever the well, heck they then want. Wasn't uh, Obamacare was kind of it was similar to kind of Canada and I heard that was an absolute disaster. Yes it was. Yep. A lot wow. of people's insurance prices skyrocketed. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I know there was, there was somebody, it was a friend of mine who said that um, him and his, his wife, she was, she was only paying like, I think it was like 150 a month for her and him through her work. And as soon as Obamacare came out, um, it came up to almost like $950 a month for both of them. Yeah, um, see, this is another thing that, that I just don't think is fair. And I'm not a selfish person. If somebody needs, if you came to me, like White Pony was doing that thing. He was raising money for the little boy who needs a heart transplant. I have, like, I'm in the low income bracket. And I sent him, like, $30 or something. Like, I sent him what I could, right? And I donated to um, conservative Brit because her brother-in-law was in the hospital. Like, if you need help, I'll help you. I'll, yes. I'll drop everything and I will help you. But I should not be legally obligated Forced, to yep. the entire country. Yeah. Like, it's... See, I believe in voluntarianism, too. I believe that all these people that talk about, oh, all these people are, are suffering and they're hurting. And I'm just like, well, then help them. How much are you donating? You know, instead of actually like paying out of your pocket, you're like, here, I am voluntarily giving you what I can. You're saying, no, everybody needs to pay. That's not, no, that's not that's equal. Not, fair. You know? not everybody can afford to pay or should afford to pay. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you want to be a socialist warrior justice, you know, then why don't you just raise a GoFundMe and walk mm -hmm. around and give cash out then? Like, <laughs> you know. A bunch of them can just get together and, and do it that way if that's how they want to do it. Or there should be, like, I don't even know how it would be functional, but they can have <laughs> their own hospital that they can go to that they this specific group of people all pays for each other and then leave the rest of us alone. <laughs> Gas prices went up in Canada since Biden. And my, my dad, he said that every there should be a card that you get that says whether or not you voted conservative or liberal. <laughs> if you voted liberal, then you paid up the high gas tax. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that. I was actually gonna make I was gonna make a TikTok pretending to be a liberal, making fun <laughs> I was gonna make a spoof account, a totally different account, just totally pretending I was like a, a liberal. And one of the first videos I was thinking about making was gonna be making fun of conservatives for gas prices and being like, haha, see gas prices go up and you guys have to drive your gas guzzling vehicles and kill the environment and pay five dollars oh, a gallon while i'm driving my electric car because i'm smart because <laughs> because i have an electric car you know but i'm a conservative so i figured oh, it'd be perfect you know while i'm oh, drinking like a soy latte or some shit yeah 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 like <laughs> oh my gosh with, yeah. well, with mask like standing outside in the fresh air <laughs> how, how are your mask uh um uh, mandates down there or your mask laws and such um, okay, so, yeah, Canada's, like, really all over the place. So, our provinces are, like, the same as the states for anybody that doesn't um, know. I get a, I get that question a lot, actually. Um, okay. So, um, Nova Scotia, out east, um, has barricades up right now. So, you can't get into Nova Scotia and you can't leave. What? Yeah, yeah for real. There was a family that, um, they were up there from Hamilton, Ontario. That's about two hours where I live. Husband had it was a family of four or five. Husband um, sold their house and they, you know, packed up, had the moving van and everything. He got a job down in Nova Scotia. They wouldn't let them in at the border. They already bought a house in Nova Scotia, so they had to drive all the way back to Ontario, pay for all of their stuff to be put into a storage unit, and they're just kind of hopping around different friends and families' places with their kids. That would have pissed me off. Oh I'm yeah, so well, pissed. And then BC is opening up. Alberta, um, a church is illegal, basically. Oh, Nova Scotia made it illegal to protest. What? So, yeah, you can't. And the, but this is this is the thing. So America has amendment rights, and we have our charters of rights and freedom. And a lot of Canadians seem to think it's the same thing. It's not. It actually says on our charters and rights, given an emergency, because you know people are dropping dead left and right, apparently. <laughs> um they can void out our charters of rights and freedom okay it's not set in stone it's not set in stone like in america and so yeah they took away protesting in nova scotia um i i heard that they also took it away in new brunswick but i'm not sure so in ontario though since april and i did a live earlier today and i was walking through walmart and i was just showing everybody like children's toys has a giant tarp over it like bicycles caution tape over it 
um, kitchen wow. utensils, caution tape over it. Clothing, caution tape. I tried to buy sunglasses for my son, and the chick wouldn't let me. Wow. I, I was literally just at Walmart when I messaged you saying, hey, can we do this in like a half an hour? And uh, yeah, no, like, nobody's wearing uh, masks. But we can still buy makeup and like, you know, hair dye and stuff. <laughs> That's essential. My I'm not I'm not even kidding. Like it's such a piss off because kids grow. They grow so fast. Like they yep. literally grow overnight, right? My son is just turned three and he's basically walks around in a t shirt all day. Um, because I have no shorts or pants that fit him. And my daughter is I still have some stuff that fits her, but not very much for summer. And then people are like, like my one liberal friend and I got in an argument the other day because I said, you can't buy clothing. That's wrong. That's, that's tyrannical. And they said, you can, you can buy it online. And I said, sure. Okay. So you can buy clothing and shoes that you don't know if it's going to fit online. And also you can't return it right now because COVID apparently, um, you can't return anything you buy. So you're Your f- stuck with it. Hold on. Your um, phone is, your phone's being a little quiet. For some reason, it's cutting out on me. My phone is? There we go. Okay, it's better. Okay. So, yeah. So, anything you buy, you can't return right now. They have, like, COVID return policies for some reason. Um, And ordering online is much more expensive. And also, the shipping right now, because everybody's ordering online, is months. It's months. Like, literally, it takes months to get here. Really? And I personally, with my income, and also I just think it's just wiser with your money, I like to go to secondhand stores to get clothing. Why would I spend 50 bucks for a pair of shorts that's going to fit my three-year-old for not even a year um, rather than going to the local um, Salvation Army or whatever and buying a pair of shorts for like $3? Yeah, I do. I do secondhand stores too. I also like going to like. I don't. You guys probably don't have these. If I even say them, but we have stores like TJ Maxx, um, Ross, uh, Marshalls. There's there's stores that sell name brand stuff for a lot cheaper. So I get like Puma pants that are usually forty fifty dollars for like fifteen to ten dollars. You know, I mean, I love stores like that. They're not secondhand. They're you know they're brand new, but I yeah. love stores like that. Is that are those just kind of stores that like um if there's like even the slightest like misprint or something. Yeah. Then it's yep. super. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You don't, you don't even. You can't even tell. You know. No. Yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> Actually, I just. Of, uh, uh, price, so <laughs> What's that? They could put it for a full price, and I swear nobody would notice. Well, okay. I I bought two pair of Echo pants. This is a little funny, and uh, I they're kind of like tighter on the the um calf area. You know, just not the usual kind of pants that I buy. And I just bought them, and I was wearing them. And all of a sudden, I felt a kind of breeze, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" My crotch had holes in them. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> that was the that was the flaw in these pants. That I didn't realize until I wore them. And both of them had the exact same flaw, so I had to uh, sew those up. <laughs> still worth it, though. Still yeah, worth it. Still worth it. They're like ten bucks. Let's do this. Uh, but yeah. No, our, no. our shipping hasn't changed here at all in the, um, in the states. Um, I, I just bought something off of a of, of TikTok members um fan store and it was i got it in like three days um shipping and it was just regular shipping just free shipping i think um so yeah our shipping our our u.s postal service has been sucking <laughs> we've been getting things a lot slower but when you're talking like amazon um you know uh fedex stuff like that i mean they, they ship really fast but they're privately owned they they make sure that they're getting their money right now they can compete with the u.s postal service to try and make money so even amazon here is um taking forever because uh one of our major um product or facilities or factories that's the word i'm looking for is factories shut down because of covid um yeah there was a covid outbreak like three months ago and i guess we just the break outbreak has just not gone away somehow i don't anyways (laughs) so well i'll be ordering stuff and it'll take like a month sometimes two months to get here Okay. Now, switching topic with you, I'm trying to get as much as I can out of you in an hour since you are a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about your school system. I want to know what it was like growing up. If you you are a conservative, you you kind of know the the American conservative values. Um, so you can compare them to how your school raised you. If you went to college, what that was like. I'm just curious how how liberal or left leaning your schools are. Ours are pretty left leaning. 
Um, so, okay, so when I was younger, I went to public school, and then when I moved to Ontario, I went to a Catholic school. Okay. Um, I, so I would say the schools are very, very liberal. I had really debated on putting my daughter back into school this year because I'm a single mom. I lost my job because of COVID. I'm on welfare, which I hate admitting that because it's just not gotta do what you gotta do it's just yeah you gotta do what you gotta do though right um so you know so i i'm just i was having a really mentally hard time just with everything like we can't go to church we can't we can't go to the parks if you go to the parks um you know you can't your kids can't play with other kids like it's just it's absolutely ridiculous like so and that you can literally get fined for it if you have somebody over in your house that doesn't live with you and your neighbor rats on you, you can get a, a, up to a thousand dollar fine. Wow. And most of the courts um, have denied the cases and made people still pay. Like it's, it's really bad here. So the, yeah, the school system is terrible. I remember when I took history um, and it was for world war two and there was a lot of stuff missing. And, and I was a teenager, keep in mind, but my dad's really smart. I grew up around, I'm very lucky I have very, very intelligent people in my family. So well, that when I would do my history, I'd be like, wait, this isn't right. Like Hitler did this. Why aren't they talking about this? This is this is a very important piece of history that we should know, right? If you don't know history, then, then you can make the same mistake. Mm-hmm. So I think it, and my parents were right mad and they, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, my dad called the school and was like, what the hell are you teaching the kids? Like next to nothing sounds cool. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's very liberal. So I called the school and I said to them, and I think they were quite shocked and they probably thought I was racist, but like, I don't care. I asked them um, if they're teaching what the ideology is now for uh, racial, um, the, the racial ideology, right? I said, my daughter's white. So is she going to come home to me one day and, you know, be saying stupid things like she needs to bow down to a black person. And one of my best friends is black and she also thinks the whole thing is garbage. Right. So, and they didn't have an answer for me. I, I've said, what are you teaching my six-year-old about race? Why is race even being taught in school? They didn't have an answer. So then my next question was, okay, so what are we doing with the LGBT community. Are you going to be teaching my daughter that she's going to be confused and doesn't know whether or not she's a boy or a girl? And they said, we teach everybody to love and respect one another. And I said that, okay, that so you're not, the question. yeah, you didn't <laughs> answer my question. Are you guys reading these weird books? Like, ha- have you seen the new blues clues? Um, did you see the new blues clues episode? No. Oh God. I love blues clues. <laughs> Don't ruin it for me. What happened? Uh, so, um, well, of course, it's just all about brainwashing and, and just manipulating our children, which is disgusting. There's a drag queen. Okay. A drag queen is sexual. It's yep. like a sexual fetish. There's a drag queen on one of their most recent episodes that they released for Pride Month. And it's, a, it's you know, the parade and it's the, the gay and lesbian uh, families and whatnot. Oh. And that's fine. You can, if you want to be gay, I don't care. But don't shove it down my throat. And don't brainwash my child. And drag queen isn't really a pride thing. It's literally a sexual fetish. That's not I'm gay or I'm trans. That is an actual sexual fetish. I got rid of Disney Plus because of the whole thing that happened with, was it Candace Owens? Who was it? A couple months ago and Disney Plus fired somebody. Oh, um, you're talking about... um... Uh, Ronda Rousey, not Ronda Rousey, I'm sorry. Um, what the hell's her name? Uh, I know you're talking about from Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, and Ben Shapiro gave her a job. I I uh, uninstalled uh, my subscription with Disney+. Plus. I uninstalled my subscription with Netflix after that whole movie. I can't even remember what it was. It came out in the fall. And it was like the, the dancing movie with oh, the 12 the kids. Girls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just like, and I unsubscribe from Prime because Blue's Clues is on Prime. Like I just, I'm just downloading all the stuff that I watched as a kid now because they're they're just they're just trying to brainwash our kids in every which way. And I'm terrified to send my kids back to school because I know 
if that's what they're willing to put on the TV when the parent is at home, what are they doing to our kids in school? Yeah. And it's hard for us to keep track of them while they're learning this stuff too, especially in school. My, okay. So my, my son and my daughter are now in high school. They're, they're 15 years old. And when they were freshmen, they had to take this, um, not a class. It was more of like a, um, I don't know what you want to call it. It was like the, um, where they had to go into this auditorium and they basically gave a, a lesson on white privilege. And um, one of my kids is fully Asian. One of my kids is fully white. And they both had to sit through the same thing at the same time while my white daughter is being taught that she is privileged and she, has, you know, that she has to kind of like dumb herself down to create equality for everyone while my Asian son has to learn that he's disadvantaged and, and needs to be brought up. You know, it's like, are you kidding me? They both live in the same house, eat the same food, learn the same things, have the same influence, and one's going to be more privileged than the other one. You know, like this is, this is nonsense. It doesn't sense. I know. Yeah. In my... I, I had a TikTok account before this one um, that got banned. And the very last video that I posted, which the video before this one that I posted actually went viral. So I posted one. Um, my niece had to take a test. I think it was in a literature type of class. And during the test, there was multiple choice at the end of the test where it was asking her, her political beliefs, her family's political beliefs, how much money her family makes. If they, they can't if, pass um, them. Yeah, exactly. If she identifies um, as straight or gay, it was asking her all of these different questions and she Those didn't answer them. Personal questions. And also teenagers shouldn't even have the knowledge of those exactly. things. Exactly. So, so she sent this to my, my brother, which my brother sent it to me. And I was like, I'm going to make a video about this. And I made it viral. And um, this, when I, people are like, do you have proof of this? And I said, sure. Next day, I actually screenshotted the test with the things and, and showing where it came from and everything. It was, it was actually a common test. But these are added on by the teachers. And TikTok, I got permanently banned. Yeah, well, um, like, they don't, they don't, yeah. They they hate conservatives and it's hard. It's really hard. Like, uh, yeah, I like this world. I don't even, I know there's no hope for Canada at this point. Um, Just a couple days ago, <laughs> which is the premier of Canada, or not Canada, um, Ontario, he got granted emergency rights, and it didn't even go to Parliament. That's how disgusting it is to have emergency rights to keep Ontario, if he wants to, in lockdown, stay-at-home order until December. Wow. That is crazy. And, and I know he's going to do it because it's been, it's been a little over three months now. We've been in stay-at-home order, and they're starting to lift things a little bit. Um, I think they're going to lift it a little bit for the summer, and then as soon as fall hits, they're gonna they're gonna push it back out again. Man, I I live in Wisconsin, so I'm just underneath you guys, and we've had a Republican governor for many many years, and we just recently elected this this Democratic governor, and nobody respects him. I mean, he. He wanted to do gun restrictions and he's very pro, um, you know, Black Lives Matter and, and didn't want to, there's, we had Kyle Rittenhouse um, here with that shooting and everything. And I mean, he, he's just very left-leaning. Well, he's the one that mandated these mask laws. And the day after he mandated these da- uh, mask laws, I was at the park with my kids. Nobody was wearing masks. Police showed up just to walk through the park and start talking to people and see how they're doing they weren't wearing masks either. And I was like, are you, are we, I thought we were going to get in trouble. I'm like, oh, great. They're showing up because now they have this new mask mandate. And, you know, I was like, but they're not wearing masks. What's going on? And they, they came around. Hey, how are you guys doing? You have any issues? I'm like, no. I was like, I was like, I thought you guys are going to, you know, get mad at us for not wearing masks. Like, fuck that shit. You know, we're not going to wear masks. No, I, really like, I don't care what I started, I started not wearing a mask a little over a month ago. I didn't make my kids wear masks. And like, I teach my daughter not the radical stuff that's going on obviously but just like she knows we love trump she says red kingdom trump 2020 whenever (laughs) says the word 20 or trump she like starts singing it and it's adorable but she was like um why because i was still wearing my mask and she wasn't and she couldn't understand why she didn't have to and i did and that's when i realized like you know that's so true i'm raising an example for her so I stopped wearing my mask and I've had no problems except for yesterday when I went into one of our, um, like a shopper's drug mart kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Chick at that she was ringing my stuff in and I had gone there multiple times before, never had a problem. And she said, you know, just so you know, you have to wear a mask next time you come in here. And I always just say I have a medical exemption, right? And she 
with the, just a snotty attitude was like, okay, well, we have people that work here with medical exemptions and they still have to wear them. And I said, okay, so what you're telling me is you're forcing people um, that's damaging, could potentially damage their health, um, and you're breaking charters of rights and freedom. And she kind of stepped back and put her shoulders up and didn't say anything like the girl looked like she had never even heard of our charters of rights and freedom and i was just like mm, okay so i posted it on tiktok and a bunch of people i posted the headquarters number for the store and i was like call complain because that's how we need to make a difference like they can't like this this needs to stop and anywhere that tells me i need to wear a mask like and or they won't serve me i just don't go into those stores anymore yeah and see that's where i think that this uh that's where I think capitalism is really going to step in here is I believe that stores, privately owned stores have the right to tell you what you can wear going into their stores. You know, if they don't want you wearing, if they want you wearing shoes or socks or they don't want, if they want you wearing a mask, you know, they have that right. Cause it's their store and they can get sued if somebody gets sick or whatever. So I, I totally understand yeah. that. But if they're going to say that you have to wear a mask and one of the competitors doesn't free market is going to pop in and people are going to start going to the place that's going to say, we don't need you to wear a mask. You know, yeah, so I, I, I that's what I love about capitalism. I'll go, to, I'll go to the other drugstore in town. Exactly. You won't see and, me here. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of the people I talked to were afraid that this was going to be the new culture, that everybody's going to be so used to wearing a mask. That's just going to be the new norm, kind of like they have in like Japan and stuff. And I was like, no, it'll die down. They're like, well, why do you think that? And I was like, well, because, you know, our, our capitalistic free market freedom that we love here is going to step back in and take back over. People are going to have to compete with each other, not for who has the better product, but who allows you to be more free. And yeah, uh, definitely. You know, yeah. So any store that tells me I that they cannot serve me, fine. That's I yep. will not come here anymore. And then other people, you know, will also. Unfortunately, a lot of people. I don't think I've seen one person in my town without a mask on. <sighs> And I'm just like, like, come on, because people are so scared. They're so scared and they just don't yeah. know their charters of rights and or to just just say, like, I don't have a medical assumption, but I say it because I know they legally can't ask me what it's for. <laughs> well, and sure if they, they ask, ask you if you're me, vaccinated, like, you know, they're like, oh, are you, uh, you know, yeah, are you vaccinated? Because then you don't have to wear the mask. You're just like, yeah, I'm vaccinated, even though I'm not, you know, it's like, screw I this. People <laughs> still had to wear the mask <laughs> yeah excuse me i know that makes sense right i like that they're like um, oh if you wear two masks then that's better than wearing one i was like good i'll wear none and you can wear two <laughs> you know like then, then we're both it's like we're both wearing one well i just why don't they just let all of us do us and then if they're too scared to leave their house then they can they can just never leave but let us go back exactly. to normal and then if we die out, you were right. But I don't know anybody <laughs> who died from from, uh, from COVID, though. So I know a lot of people who have been sick from the vaccine, though. My grandmother got yeah. the vaccine, and she got a blood clot. Oh, wow. I've heard yeah. a lot of stories of people getting sick as well, but it's just been basically like they were sick for like a week, and I just stayed at work for a week. Um, my <laughs> ex-wife took the vaccine, and... Um, she ended up her uh, her arm was hurt for multiple days because of the vaccine. Oh, her muscle. You know, it is, yeah. and everybody's like, well, why don't you get it? And to be honest, I mean, I, I don't believe in the conspiracy theories behind it. I don't think there's like tracking GPS devices or anything. I really don't. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I just, if it, if it was I, required they for me to do tracking devices on our phones and stuff anyways. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. If they're going to track me, they're going to track me. I carry like five Apple devices with me everywhere I go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about them tracking me. Good luck. I'm in the bathroom. Have fun. You know, no. <laughs> if I had to do something that required me to have a vaccine through private business to fly or to whatever I had, then I would get it. But right now it's an inconvenience for me to schedule to go get something that I don't want that could possibly make me sick and put me out of work for a few days, which would hurt me big, big time when it comes to paying my bills and take care of my five children that I have, then I'm not going to get it. I'm totally fine. And I'm sure I've had COVID at least once you know um it, yeah, i'd rather just get it and then i have the antibodies for it so exactly you know and i when i think i've had it um I, i'm in a house where uh, almost everybody in the house tested positive for it and then all of my kids even tested positive for it including my ex-wife so i'm like well shoot i mean i'm around everybody that's had it all the time i'm sure i've had it and i remember i had one time where like 
it, I had a little tiny cough and my chest felt a little, a little tight, just a pinch tight for like three days. And that was it. And that was back to normal. It's just, it's just what happened to the, where'd the flu go this year? What happened to the flu? <laughs> What's the flu? Like, I don't even like, know what that I is. Know, I don't understand how so many people aren't, they're just so blind. Like they just, yeah. I, it hurts my brain trying to understand where their logic is coming from. The media fear. You know, the, the media controls your emotions through fear. Once they can control your emotions, they can sway you whatever way they want. And that's exactly how they do it. And they do that all the time. You'll notice the media will have one thing where they will just absolutely scare the crap out of you. And if that starts to die down, there will be another story that scares the crap out of you or, or gets your emotions in a rage somehow, some way. And that's but, how they keep uh, you like, swayed. When, when COVID first started, all over the news, we saw body bags. Okay, well, yep. COVID still apparently very relevant where's all the body bags now yeah no it's throughout history pandemics people were literally dying so much that they had to do mass burn graves mm-hmm. where's those <laughs> like <laughs> no they just put them in the ground with their water supply <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this you know there's there's been positives and negatives out of this covid thing for me in my life I personally feel really bad for people who their businesses shut them down and they didn't get anything out of it. I I do not believe whatsoever the government should have any right to shut anybody down, that they have any right to force anybody to take a vaccine or wear a mask or do whatever. The people should have that freedom. Private businesses, on the other hand, or private house ownership, they have the right. If they want to allow people into their place, then they have to they have to follow by their rules. But the government shouldn't be able to force anybody to do this stuff. So all these poor businesses that were forced out of business aren't getting reimbursed for anything you know they're they're able to go on unemployment and stuff like that through the government that doesn't pay the bills though exactly and and i'm i'm very much against government subsidy in any way of paying any kind of fees or you know paying like these um stimuluses that we're getting and stuff i'm i'm very much against that i was against it when obama did it too but in this um, particular situation since the government forced these places to close and stuff like that then yeah. yeah these people absolutely deserve more money but we're giving money to people that have, have been working and that um, have been on unemployment and we're still giving them large chunks of money you know and it, it's I hate the way our tax system works here um, my my ex-wife and I both claimed we, I have five kids but one of them is not from my ex-wife so we have four kids together basically she claimed okay. two kids and I claimed two kids. She worked part-time. I worked full-time. And she ended up probably paying in, I think, like $1,500 in taxes. And I think I paid in um, five or $6,000 in taxes. I got, because I was able to take claim two kids, so that way I didn't have to pay in, I got $2,000 back. She got $10,000 back. Oh, my word. Makes no sense. You know, the, the less that you make, the less you pay into taxes, the more money the, the government rewards you. And that shit drives me absolutely nuts. That's what equity does. And I don't understand it. I, I hate the fact that the more you make, the more percentage you pay in because the percentage is the equalizer, right? You want to pay in the same percentage because that no matter what, if you make more, you're still putting more in. So why do you have to pay a higher percentage? And then at the end of the year, you get penalized again while the person who's paid it in the low percentage gets a shit ton of money. I mean, my my buddy's gotten $14,000 back from taxes just because he worked part-time, his wife didn't work at all, and he had five kids. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, our our our, <laughs> our tax system sucks for people who want to be successful. Um, and that's a very that's, liberal... It's basically the same thing here. Like, my dad makes pretty good money and... He pays the highest taxes and gets like next to nothing in return. Yeah. And then me, I had a minimum wage job and I got like $400 back. Why? (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the idea that we can claim dependence. Um, That is nobody else's business. Why, Why should other people's taxes be paying you because you wanted to have kids? No. Well, I know. So we, yeah, we have the, like, oh, Joe Biden was talking about putting like a baby bonus in. Like, so in Canada, we have a baby bonus and it's based on your income and, and also how many kids you have. So I get roughly $1,200 from the government because I have no income right now. Okay. Um, and I mean, like, and that really, honestly, like, it sounds like a lot, but I mean, when you have kids, you know, $1,200 clothing, food, school supplies, yep. just bills, water like all of it adds up it's like next to nothing and and it helps but honestly like i it just 
it I don't like the idea of other people paying for my children. Yeah, I'd rather just have a job. Just give me a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me give me a job or give me a husband that makes good money. <laughs> <laughs> that one you gotta get on your own. I don't know what to tell you that. <laughs> no, I I believe I don't know if it came into to pass yet, but I know that he signed something or is about to sign something that is like two hundred and fifty dollars per kid at least um each month. So Yeah, so your know, taxes are gonna just go up even more. Yeah, exactly. All oh, taxes are going to go up, and at the end of the year, it's probably going to take that out of the end of the year, so we'll lose our dependence, you know, that we have on ta- taxes. And that's what's really—if that's what happens—a lot of people are going to be pissed because they're going to be spending this money throughout the year, and at the end of the year, they're not going to get their fourteen thousand dollars tax returns. You're like, what the heck is going on? Well, you just spent that throughout the year. <laughs> you know, it's just, you don't know how to manage money. You know, the seven. It's yeah, like, you gotta. Yeah, that's yeah. Everybody. That's another thing that they should. Have mandatory teaching in school, how to managing money and stuff. Yeah, yep. like you know how to finance a car, how to finance a house, stuff like that. But I think that they just don't do stuff like that because they just they don't want us to be successful. They want us to exactly have some point in our life where we rely on them. And it the culture of the the lower class of people, a majority of them do not know how to save to get out of poverty. Yeah. They say that 70% of the people who win the lottery lose all of their money before five years. 70%. Yeah. Why not invest in something? Yeah, we're talking millions buy of, a, some people, hundreds of millions of dollars. building and fix it up. Like, I don't know. That's what I would do. I'd buy an old ratty apartment building or a property and build a build an apartment building or a townhouse. And then I would go from there. That way I always have a great income. There's there's a huge vanity culture for the lower class. They don't want to look like they're low class. They want to look like they have a lot of money, you know. So they spend it in the wrong places. I used to do this exact same thing, so I know exactly what I grew up low class. And typically you want to buy expensive things, even though you're just wasting your money because you want yeah. to look successful. You want to look cool, you exactly. want to fit in. Yeah, I know. And that's what people do. They enjoy they they have all these big dreams of things that they want to have if they ever have money, and then they get the money and they spend it on these things, not realizing that these things cost money after you buy them as well, you know. And, yeah, uh, and honestly, <laughs> like look at the people that are very rich, like they they're never happy. Because money honestly can't buy happiness. It can't. You're always wanting more. The next best thing. Exactly. The next iPhone. Everybody needs to have the next iPhone. Like, what? You just bought it last year. Why do you need this (laughs) one? There's, like, no difference. Advertising works, man. That's that's why. Did you know that that more than 50% of millionaires live in neighborhoods that make less than $75,000 a year? Are you serious? Yeah. These are people who, who actually save their money and invest and don't want to spend it you know they're they're smart with their money and you would never know it they're driving around uh, rusty beat up pickup trucks you know they, they don't want to buy really nice things and look expensive they just want to enjoy having that money and they'll vacation and stuff like that so i mean that's what that's what really determines the mindset of somebody who wants to have money and somebody who just wants to flaunt like they have money and that's the yeah. biggest issue that we have um, we have, we have almost 20 in America. We have, uh, 23 million millionaires here. And, uh, I think just in the last two years, we gained 2.3 million millionaires alone in the last two years. I mean, we definitely are just, you know, our capitalist society is really, um, booming, even though we're going through this pandemic. Um, and it's, it's crazy because a lot of these communists, socialists, leftists and stuff like that. They want to take all of that away. They 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 want to say, hey, you know, th- these demographics of people, these people because they're black, they don't have all that. Well, there's 1.5. I'm sorry, there's 1.6 million millionaire black people right now. And if those communists or socialists came oh, in, there'd be yeah, zero. I you talking about that on your live last night? Yeah, you know, and it's like you want to take that away from them. You know, they they finally have this. There's there's that many millionaires, and you just you just want to take their money and be like, you don't need to be a millionaire. You need to take care of everybody else. Even though I think that you're a victim, I don't think you should have that much money. You know. Well, the thing the thing is, I mean, aside from being like a celebrity, where you just have the talent, like most people went to school and worked for their income, so yeah. I don't think they should be paying the higher taxes. They worked their way to make that money it wasn't handed yep. to them on a golden plate like 
Oh, exactly. And people don't want to realize it. And another thing that they don't really realize is that when they when they try to take this money from these people who have all this money, they are hurting everyone else below them. You know, oh, you don't you don't need to have that many millions of dollars. Well, them having that many many millions of dollars allows them to invest in their business that pays a lot of employees, that pays the people that they're getting products, um, you know, pieces and bits from other companies that have employees to build their products. I mean, it, it trickles down. When you're taking their money, then all of these other people are getting affected, and you're, you're essentially destroying businesses. And uh, they they want that. They want the government to be the big the business. You know, yeah, they, they, they talk want about, the big tech jobs like Amazon exactly. and Walmart to stay open. You know, the most but, ironic thing is when they complain about monopolies, we're going to say, "Well, we don't we don't want private people to have monopolies." So we it's like, so you'd rather just have the government be one giant monopoly? You know, <laughs> you, you talk about fighting monopolies, but yet you want the government to be a monopoly, essentially. It, honestly, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the leftist logic drives me nuts. <laughs> I don't understand it. That's what makes me just so angry. But I yeah, do I need to. It is a little after ten thirty, so I we do hit need an to hour, uh, so it was perfect. Thank you so much, Kate. I really this was an amazing episode. I'm a lot of people are gonna love this. Um, I want you to message me about your GoFundMe so I can put that into my um trailer for this podcast please and uh, okay i definitely will all right thank you well, for having me again you. absolutely and we this should do amazing. it sometime <laughs> i'm down <laughs> all right you have a wonderful night